Welcome to The Kindness Project, the podcast designed to share stories of kindness and share how kindness can make positive change in our world, one small act at a time. This time on The Kindness Project, pause, travel, and we have part two of our interview with David Jamili from Kindness UK. Welcome to The Kindness Project. How are we doing? I'm, I'm okay. How are you doing? I'm doing all right. You're doing okay? Um, I'm doing really well, thanks. I am joined by a girl whose Belgian heritage may be responsible for a love of Poirot. It's Charlotte Ames. Woo, 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 woo. Um, and I'm joined by a man who I'm affectionately going to call the keyboard drummer. The keyboard drummer. Yeah, I could. Is that I is really, that the best really you can do, do on yeah. the fly? Yeah. I'm joined by a girl who didn't write her intros this week, did I you? I didn't know we were doing recording today. Oh, okay, fair enough. Um, and like every time, every time I was trying to write one, all I could hear was you going like that with your keyboard, and it just made me think of that. Keyboard drummer. Okay, yeah. well I can live with that. But this week we're joined by a very special guest, <laughs> a man people don't think actually exists. <laughs> Um, but is the driving force behind many projects, including the Kindness Project, and his obsession with pies. <laughs> it's it's Russ Dames. Hello, Russ. Hello, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't think he wants to talk. He's not. He's, he's silent but deadly. <laughs> I should have saved that intro for next week, shouldn't yeah. I? Silent but deadly. How you doing this week? What's happening? How was school today? Eh, it's school. What do you mean, uh, it's school? You must be doing something. Yeah, we're prepping for our speaking and listening exams. Speaking and listening exams? Yeah, like in ten days. How do you prep for a speaking and listening exam? You write. You write? Yeah. So you don't speak or listen, (laughs) you write. We've got a plan of speech. Okay, and what speech are you doing? We have to do it about our careers. Okay, and you want to be a... Um, fly fisher, don't you? Yeah, totally. You? Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna talk about ponds. Ponds. <laughs> no, uh, I'm talking Hello, about... my name is Charlotte Dames. I'd like to tell you about ponds. <laughs> right, go on. Tell me about ponds um, then. I don't know anything about ponds. Uh, they're murky, they're muddy, they're gross. Okay. Done. Fair enough. Uh, and you can dip your feet in them if you're feeling bored. Right. Uh, I'm actually doing a, a speech on. Creative writing journalism and the course I'd have to take to get into that, and then there's a bit of side tracking with the the mental health effects of negative news in there somewhere. Oh, cool! Um, that that sounds interesting. Uh, yeah, because we had to like I wanted to talk about the effects of stuff of like uh, the effects. Of, I wanted to talk about the effect of something. Yeah. And, were, uh, and the teacher was like, "Yeah, but it has to be linked to your Related career." Related to the like, career. Well, I can do this because, like, this. Is I love that. I love that. Um, but then the problem is, a lot of journalism is bad news, isn't it? Yeah. Um, a little something I learned while I was googling, because I enjoy googling and I needed some facts for my speech. Um, newsstands and magazine rack sales go up by roughly thirty percent when the news on the front is negative, but people who read negative news over positive or neutral news are more likely to catas- 
trough size. Yeah. The thing where you internalise a problem and it just gets worse and worse and worse and worse yeah. in your head. Um, so, yeah. Bad news is bad for you. Bad news is bad, bad for you. Bad news is health. definitely, definitely bad yeah, for you. Bad, uh, That's why. Too much of it and there is. Well. I agree. We've spoken about this before, didn't we? Do you remember a couple of weeks ago I went through the paper and could yeah, only like find five like pieces five of pieces of good news in the entire I know, you're thing? Like twenty pieces of news in there, and like five were actually yeah. positive. Yeah, yeah, only crazy. Only, only, only positive news. So that sounds good. Are just out of interest, are ponds getting a mention? I might have to mention ponds. Put ponds in. You know what? I like the challenge, right? I, and I've done this before, where I've I've been doing a presentation of a speech, and I've said to somebody, "Give me a word to include." Yeah. Um, as part of the uh, of the thing, and the word that I'd like you to include, Charlotte, in your presentation. I don't want to put you off too much. It's an exam. He's he's bubblicious. All right, just if you can get bubblicious. Can we change it to pool? <laughs> I can get pool in there. Pool. 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 Like a swimming pool. Pool. Yeah. Pool. Pool. <laughs> pool. Pool. I don't know how to say that word anymore. <laughs> pool. I'm I'm going for a swim in my pool. Going on for a swim in my pool. <laughs> You can go for a swim in your poo. <laughs> That's a bit weird. Would you tell our listeners where they can uh, uh, find us on the interweb? Internet thingy. In the in the pond that is the internet. I don't know, really. No, I'm just kidding. Um, there's this magical thing called Twitter, and if you go in the magical thing called Twitter, you go into the magical thing called the search bar, um, you can put at Ola Kindness, and we automatically just go bing. Um. <laughs> we just go bing, do we? I've, I've never been on Twitter where it's gone bing. <laughs> We're not a literal Twitter bing. doesn't bing. It's not, Twitter bongs. It's not a literal bing, it's more of a flash. Flash. <laughs> yeah, but it's, it's not a big and a flash. If, 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 it's if, a big and a flash. If, if a big and a flash and like a little tiny love child, <laughs> it would come out as what, whatever. What would the they hell. call it? Would they call it a big flash or a flash big? No, it'd be a a fling. <laughs> a fling. <laughs> or a flash. Go on Twitter, have a fling, find <laughs> at holler kindness with the H. And um, we're yeah we're everywhere we're everywhere on the internet we're on Facebook we're everywhere we can you can email <laughs> us uh, I, I was just going to give my work email address there <laughs> holla at thekindnessproject.co.uk or, or just wave um, your camera it will, you can phone you. Russell on what's your mobile number Russ <laughs> there you go, <laughs> <laughs> right okay so, so well, don't email don't phone Russell because he don't want to know. I mean, that is that's not particularly so rude. that's not particularly kind, is it? No. Oh, not good. Anyway, um, shall we get on with the show Wait, with? We need, we need I'll a do, I know I'm doing a question. Okay, do the question. Shall we get on with the show with the question? Yeah. This week's question is: If you could be from another country, what country would you choose? Now, as Charlotte's just wandered off halfway through the podcast, I was just going to get a water. I'm very thirsty. I spoke um, too much. Russ, what country would you choose uh, to be from? Uh, Venezuela. Venezuela. Right. Okay. Why Venezuela? Don't know. Okay. And where would you choose, Charlotte? Somewhere cold. Right. England, then, yeah. <laughs> 
I'd start where I am because it's cold. I actually quite appreciate this place. I like it. Yeah, I like it. I think I think England is um, an amazing country. Yeah. Um, however, I also like Italy for the food, for the for the limoncello. Scandinavia. Look, I think Scandinavia, and we've talked about this on the podcast before, Scandinavia, we could learn a lot from Scandinavian countries. Happiest countries in the world. Poland and Holland. Huh? No, it's not Scandinavia, darling. No, they're the happiest countries in the world. What? I thought it was like Poland and Holland. No, it's Denmark and Sweden and Finland, um, apparently, and Norway. And 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 Peru apparently is very I don't know actually, um, but yeah. So so maybe I'd pick Scandinavia or I'd pick Italy for the food and the lovely limoncello. How about you? I'd stay here. Stay here? Just stay here? I'd go up to Scotland. That'd be nice. Okay, fair enough. Or maybe I could like live travelling. Where would you go? Scotland. 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 Right. Give us just. Right, oh, he's, he's shaking his head. He don't want to do it. Give us your best Scottish experience. It's not going to happen. It's it's never. It's kind of going to happen. Is that is that? You're bringing shame <laughs> down upon the rest of us. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what that was. Anyway, shall we get on with the show? Where did the Irish come from? <laughs> Should we get on with the show? Oh yes. Okay, so this week we've got the second part of our interview with Mr. David Jamili. Now, David, we like Charlotte because not only is is he an amazing guy, he's also got a Wikipedia page. So um, it's really easy to tell you about David because we can just get straight from his Wikipedia page. Um, David Jamili co-founded Theme Traders with his sister Kim. Theme Traders is a London-based event management business and prop hire company launched in 89. David has uh, started his humanitarian activities, entertaining sick children at Great Ormond Street. He founded the Pod Children's Charity, appeared on Secret Millionaire and is now... Uh, one of the pe- people involved in World Kindness Day. In 2011, David Jamili founded Kindness UK, a not-for-profit independent organisation which aims to promote, share and unite kindness every day. So a fella who's right up our street. Shall Ooh. we listen to the second part of the interview? Oh, yes. Yeah, I, 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 I've had this conversation with a couple of our um, podcast guests, um, but it's interesting because I think kindness is quite a, and I, I say this in a completely genuine way, quite a selfish thing to do because it does make you feel better. <laughs> um, and it's, it's, it's interesting, isn't it? It's, uh, it's just one of those things you go, why, why, why if it's going to release endorphins in your brain to, to to mean that you've you've got a bit more of a bounce in your step. Why don't more people do it? Yeah, uh, because there's not enough scientific evidence out there at the moment yeah. to um, to prove to people that that's what actually happens. Gotcha, gotcha. When when is the research coming out? Do we know yet? Well, I 
that really know, to be honest. Okay. I mean, you know, it could be months, um, but it, it's, you know, it's being worked on. It's, uh, you know, actively being worked on. So, but keep, in, keep watching our website, you know, attitude.com, and as soon as it's out, I'm sure we'll yeah. be the first because we're working on it. Amazing. Uh, yeah. Okay, cool. And how did you get into sort of prior prior good news and prior the kindness project? How did you get into this area? What was your what was your moment of, you know what, I really need to just take a look at this? Well, there there was really an epiphany. Yeah. Uh, like I'd like to say there was, and um, I didn't suddenly get you know a, a message overnight or anything yeah. like that. Yeah. Uh, I've always I've always believed in um, giving and sharing, yeah. and I've, I've always believed that um, that's the fundamental uh, law of nature yeah. uh, that that you have to give yeah. to survive. I mean, a flower doesn't hold it, but a flower, you know, wants to give, you yeah. know, it give it. And that's the same throughout the entire um, development of the planet and yeah. development of nature. Yeah. And it's always been, I don't know where it came from, it's always been a big part of my life to do something where I'm able to give, nurture, yeah. help others. Yeah. And um, the return I've got for it, and I didn't do it the return, um, has been absolutely immense. Yeah. It's been yeah. um, mind-blowingly immense. And yeah, amazing. I get so many, so many amazing things done for me, and people offer me so many amazing things. I just yeah. think, wow, it's incredible. I mean, yeah. I, want, I want everybody to be, to be having this incredible yeah. experience that I'm having. Yeah, it's great. And and what? talk to me a, a little bit about Kindness UK Done, and how does it, how does it work? by the World Kindness Movement, okay. uh, as I mentioned earlier, in 1997, mm. um, being the 13th of November, as a, a day of recognition of kindness. Yep. And I've been working since I've been in the field for the last 12 years on trying to get it recognized by the UN, who are the body mm. who says this is a day of recognition of something. Yeah. Um, as, as a day of kindness. Um, what happens, A, is that across the globe, people do things with a focus on kindness. They can be all sorts of things, ranging from flash mob dance to a um, big hug on the beach in Australia to um, random acts of kindness at work to um, kindness calendars yeah. running up to Christmas. So any initiative that anybody wants to take up on that day, a simple individual, simple as get in touch with some people who would benefit from you getting in touch with them, send them a nice card or ring yeah. up or something, as simple as that to yeah. much bigger, grander things and, yeah. you know, giving money to charity or opening the door to people in the supermarket or talking to people on the street or it just goes on, the list goes on and on and on and on. Yeah. But, so, but, but a day a day where you can be focused on it, right? So you this is yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Absolutely. And you know, I'm I'm a great believer in a sort of um, can, we 
without standing too wacky, a, a, a global pool of consciousness where if enough people are thinking on a particular subject at a particular time, that it actually has a physical, tangible effect. Okay. So, you know, enough people are thinking about kindness, I know it will have um, a huge ripple effect. Okay. Okay, cool. Um, and I know, I know. Uh, again, because I've, I've done loads of loads of research, and I don't want to get too stalkerish, David. But it was on your Wikipedia page. Um, uh, you've been on Secret Millionaire. So, what was that experience like, and what did you learn from it? I learned that um, people all around the UK and all around the world yeah. Yeah. Uh, all have um, most uh, beautiful layers of positivity and goodness mm. within them and that sometimes those layers get a little bit buried or blurred mm. through the busy life we yeah. lead yeah. Uh, and I learned that when one gives something to somebody else, it's not always the thing which is given. So in other words, um, if you give some money to help somebody, mm. it's not always the money which is the important thing, mm. doesn't matter how much the money is. Yeah. It's the support and belief, yeah. Um, yeah. positivity and kindness that comes with the fact that you would give something to somebody. Yeah. So those, those are a couple of things I learned. So, so, so I, I, I see. I like. I really like that point. That faith in turning around and saying, "I believe in you, and yeah. I'm going to support you," is actually again not decrying the financial side, but as important as that gift of cash. You know, it's that. It's that mindset and confidence stuff you're giving somebody by saying you're, you're, yeah. you're not like And these are people doing, uh, I'd imagine, sort of amazing work in their communities as is. Yeah, there, there's so many fabulous projects going on all around the place. Yeah. Um, on, on that particular subject, I mean, I, I would generally, um, when I see somebody in the street, I, I would generally um, offer them some kind words. And, yeah. You know, Often I feel as though they they're much happier than you know than the quid or the two quid yeah. or, yeah. or whatever. I yeah. might give that as well, but 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 essentially I, I've observed that you know the uh, communication, kind communication, mm. is often far more valuable. Sometimes you need to use money as a tool as well because yeah. we live in a society where yeah. um, the token of token of exchange is money. Yeah, um, yeah. So people people are geared up to be thinking like that. But once you get beneath that layer, it's actually um, as much or more the human contact Connection. And, yeah. and support yeah. Um, that, that you give them. It was, in, it was interesting. There was a there was a guy. So I, for work, I'm I'm sort of I head into head into London, in, head into the city a couple of times a week. And there was a guy who used to sit outside the 
super drugs just by uh, Fenchurch Street Station. And he used yeah. to be out there like every single time. And I used to pass, and I used to give him a couple of quid and, and stuff like that. And then, and there was once when I stopped and said, look, I, 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 know, I know to help you out, um, uh, but do you want me to pop in super drug and get you a sandwich and a Coke? And really amusingly for me, and I don't know why this chuckled uh, me so much, he said, no, I don't want a Coke, I'll have a Diet Coke. And I, 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 I don't know why he made that choice, do you know what I mean? So anyway, went in, went in and got him a Diet Coke, went to my meeting, um, and then headed back and he wasn't there um, the next time. But then the next time I was there, which was a couple of weeks later, he was sitting outside Superdrug again. So uh, I popped in, and because it chuckled me that it was a Diet Coke, and I remembered it, I just went in and got him a Diet Coke, and I said, you, like, you, you won't remember me, but I remember you like Diet Coke. And the look at his face, David, was amazing. You know, do you yeah. know what I mean? It was, it, it was, a, it was a thing that, that, like, thank you for remembering what I liked, was made a bit of a difference to his life. And it's interesting how those little subtle things you take for granted uh, can really, like, yeah, we, you, like in our lives, we assume that people think about us and think about caring for us. But if you're in a position where people often don't, just do it, just like remembering something as simple as you yeah. prefer a Diet Coke over a Coke is interesting, isn't it? Yeah, well, that's a lovely thing to do. Yeah, yeah. I, I find, you know, that just, you know, simple human person-to-person -person conversation, like, you know, it's a bit of a cold day today, you know, spring day. You know, it's, it's, yeah. it's an acknowledgement that the person is a person, and yeah. that's very yeah. important to do. And it's not always um, through giving money that you um, acknowledge a person as a yeah. person. It's, it's a sort of deeper thing that you have to do. Yeah, and, exactly. um, yeah. Yeah. So, what what plans have you got for the future then? For the future of the kindness you can, the work you do. Well, I'm just going to be plodding on to my best ability. I'm <laughs> um, picking projects um, according to how much time I've got. Yeah. Um, for the foreseeable and future beyond that. So. Amazing. So I'm just going to keep going. I'm going to keep trucking on. And what, and what else do you spend your time doing? What else? Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, I've, I've had, you know, job for a living as well. Okay. Um, so I work in a in an event um, organisation. Okay. And um, I like things I like doing. I like, you know, playing the guitar and I like um, doing Tai Chi and I like travelling. and So a pretty full life. But yeah. I find sometimes I can for for kindness because I think it's really important. Yeah, agreed. How, how, how good a guitar player are you? Are you, uh, are you a decent player? Um, well, I'm pretty pathetic, really, but I really <laughs> enjoy it. Yeah. I'm, 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 I, I'm, I'm, I've got recently bought a piano and it's on my list to learn, but because every time I go into my lounge, it's sitting there looking at me going, you did intend to play me at some point in the future, didn't you? And I still still haven't done it yet, so uh, I'm, I'm sure I'll, I'll get round to it. Um, yeah. yeah. Well, even, even just wonky keys, you know, occasionally, uh, or with the guitar, even for me, just 
strumming it yeah. um, or playing a chord or even playing a single string, a single note, yeah. uh, is quite a meditative process and it, it, it actually, you know, I find it quite calming and I, yeah. I don't actually feel as though I have to be uh, a chord yeah. standard player. I'm really happy just, yeah. you know, being a pathetic player. Yeah, so Charlotte and I are really into, Charlotte's my daughter, my, my uh, 15 year old who uh, I host the podcast with and um, she um, she's really got me into Lewis Capaldi at the minute who's this ama- amazing Scottish uh, singer-songwriter and he uh, he's uh, yeah so I, I, my mission is to uh, just learn a couple of Lewis Capaldi songs over the next um, uh, couple of months so I can I can play them I won't be singing I'll leave that to Charlotte because if you ever heard my thing is worse than my piano playing and that's not great <laughs> but it's all good um so david last thing we do a we do a thing on the podcast where we um every every week we've got a non-kindness related question basically we ask our audience because we're pretty curious people and we like to to, to know about what our audience are up to so if you don't mind they're not kindness related but let me ask you a couple of our uh questions of the podcast just so you can join in with the fun so um if you if you could be any character from one of your favorite books who would you choose uh mickey. who was that mickey mouse mickey mouse oh, good good choice why mickey mouse um humor brings happiness to people love it absolutely love it um what's the best use of an egg <laughs> to um, the world yeah. about the um, growth process and the desire that nature has um, to keep growing. I like it. And demonstration, you know, to us that we should keep growing as well. Yeah, agree with that. Agree with that. Who's your favourite Muppet? <laughs> okay, I, I, when it comes to media and stuff, and I, I, I'm actually useless. Are oh, you? Yeah. Right. Okay. Well, I'll, 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 um, I'll, I'll skip. I'll skip some of the media questions then. What's the favourite thing about where you live? I like it. it there's a huge cross-cultural mix here. Amazing. Um, yeah. Ninety-eight, ninety percent of the population in Brent, where I live. Um, from all around the world. So yeah. it, it's really, it's a densely populated borough. Yeah. Um, and I really like the big mix of people and the fact that people get on together. Yeah. It's actually, it's actually quite a peaceful place. Yeah. It's quite an place. Well, you, so. you, you look at, you look at the parts of London that are effectively, um, uh, the most diverse. They tend to be the most exacting as well, don't they? There's plenty of places in London that are like that. Yeah. It's, a, it's an interesting one. Um, um, sorry, go on. No, no, I just agree. Yeah, okay. What, uh, let me just, that's a media one. I'm trying to duck through all the media ones. Um, what's the best piece of advice you've ever had? Uh, don't give up. Okay. Don't give up, keep going. Okay. Who gave you that advice? I have 
read it, heard it hundreds of times. Nothing original. I mean, the one, the person I always quote with that is Winston Churchill. Yeah. Um, and, you know, but, but loads of people say the same thing. Yeah. Um, ranging from, you know, the Dalai Lama to yeah. all sorts of, you know, lifestyle um, yeah. gurus. Yeah. When was the, uh, when's the last time you cried? <laughs> I cry quite frequently. <laughs> so do I. So do I. <laughs> when I see films, I don't know why, they yeah. have some deep emotional effect on me. Yeah. Some film will trigger some tears and I, I don't know when it's going to come or just... Actually, when I see things which are simple and beautiful, that, yeah. that tends to bring me the tears. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, um, I, I, I turned 41 now um, and I... Yeah. I I've said since my 40th birthday, like the floodgates are open. I I, I, I literally cry. And, and the weirdest thing is, um, it's normally because I'm a dad. I've got two daughters. It's normally yeah. about like movies involving dads and relationships with their kids. I'm I'm, a, I'm an absolute sucker for crying at that sort of stuff. Um, I know I know you mentioned you travel quite a lot. What's your funniest travel story? Funniest travel. Yep. Um, oh, wow. Funny travel story. Funny travel story. I couldn't think of one off the top of my head, to be honest. Okay, I'm cool. Just like, you know, just like, yeah, just I love traveling. Yeah, where, what's your favorite like place it? in the world? Um, Bhutan. Okay. Uh, where, which has recently come to recognition for its um, growth national happiness. Yes. Uh, yes. Uh, program. But aside from that, the people in Bhutan are very, very, very unspoilt. Yeah. Um, they're very authentic. Yeah. Um, they're great believers in um, loving kindness, yeah. um, which is probably like it a so much. Yeah. And I go there, yeah, whenever I can, really. It's one of my favorite place to go to. Amazing. How many times have you been? Seven. Seven. Oh, amazing. Good stuff. Yeah, and they, there's a simplicity to life, isn't there, that they've got um, in terms of the, the elements that they focus on, I'd, I'd imagine, is, 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 is good. Um, I used to, so I, this week's question of the week, which I'll, I'll ask you, um, when I look back at the things that I've bought that have been the most useless, um, I used to own a pager. Um, so what gadgets do you look back at? and go, I can't believe I bought that. I, I, very, I don't really have very many um, physical possessions. Like okay, that. yeah. So where, where I live, it's like, you know, I have a bed, a couple of chairs, and um, I have a television, um, yeah. which is also a sound system. Yeah. I have my guitar. Yeah. And I don't really have any other cluttery stuff really. Yeah, okay, fair enough. Yeah. So so yeah, my my my, my page clearly uh, clearly clearly is uh, is a is a story. Uh is a, is yeah, you're you're certainly more disciplined than I am in terms of that. <laughs> do you do you follow a sense of like essentialism in terms of your lifestyle then? Do you are you sort of quite I'll just I'll just have what I need? I don't believe in waste yeah. at all. I think it's a terrible shame to waste um, resources of the planet. I yeah. think it's a um, terrible shame to um, create carbon footprint. Yeah. Um, 
when it's not necessary. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and I, I think it's a, a great shame that we're all taught through the media that we need to possess things. To yeah, be you don't, do you? Yeah. We don't, you need to possess anything. You know, yeah. we'll, we'll, the earth gives us more or less everything we need. Mm. You know, it gives us, gives us food, it gives us air. And after that, most things are luxury. I yeah. know lots of people not agree with that because they, they think they need, a, you know, a whatever and the bigger television or whatever. But, uh, but essentially, the earth gives us everything we need free. And, 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 and again, it goes back to that fact of what actually makes you happy. What makes you happy? And it's often about the relationships as opposed to the stuff. And I think people will often misunderstand that, don't they? Yeah. Mm. It's, very, it's very hard not, not to misunderstand it because mm. that's what we're taught. Yeah we're living in, but yeah. I, I can say that the majority of extremely rich people I've met over my lifetime have also been extremely unhappy. Yeah, it's interesting. It's really interesting. Okay, that's great. Thank you so much for that, David. Um, where can people find um, uh, find out a little bit more about you? Well, com. Lovely. Great stuff. I've really enjoyed it. Thanks, David. All the best. So what did you think of David then? He's decent. He's decent, isn't he? He's a good bloke. Good bloke. Shall we get on with the end of the show? Yes. Tis the end! (gasps) (sighs) It is the end, but the end's never the end, is it? Because the end is always the beginning. The end is the beginning of the end. Because now, my friend, it is time for last week's question in the podcast this week with bonus answers and last week's question of the podcast this week was you have been commissioned to write your own novel yes what would you call it and what would it be about now you're i know you're halfway through your novels aren't you i'm not even halfway through i'm like one fifth i think okay fine and what's your novel called practice practice and what's it about spelt Actors falling in love. Actors falling in love. Mm-hmm. What would you write a novel about, Russ? Oh, you, you aren't. You actually answered this week's question in the podcast, didn't you? So, no, don't tell me because it'd be a, it'd be a spoiler. So, I'm, I'm just going to read from uh, the, from the Facebook thing, page. the thing that I can't find, um, and I will get there in two shapes of a lamb's tail. It was quite a popular one this week. Um, two shakes of a what? What? Two shakes of a lamb's tail. It means just a second. So Russell, our esteemed editor, answered first. Um, Russell said, "I think I'd write about my life. I'd call it my mind and I about this strange and sometimes precarious situations it's got me in. Why are you blaming your mind? Leave your mind alone. What's it done to you? Apart from getting in a lot of trouble." How lucky have I been to come out the other side and hopefully inspire people with a mental health issue and show there is light at the end of the tunnel? I love that. I think that's great. And I agree. I think there's, there needs to be more people telling their stories about how they 
cope with mental health issues. What would you call it, my mind and I? Uh, me, my mind and I. Me, my mind and I. So that's three people. Yeah. Who's the I? <laughs> Still you. The eye and the mind. The eye and the mind. Maybe it okay. should be written as I instead of like. Yeah. Okay. Nanny Bob has written in. She'd write life with my precious family, all the ups and downs. Could we, could we shorten that to family roller coaster? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the roller coaster of family. Mike Christie's commented. He'd call his book book Surviving the Odds. I'll let you know the final chapter soon. I think that's an autobiography as well. Um, Amanda Smead would be would write a book called You Don't Need That. It would be, it would be all about the free stuff. Love, fun, living, laughing, caring and enjoying the life you have. That's all you need. I quite like the ethos of that book. How to enjoy life without all the materialistic stuff. Quite like that. Um, Roberta White asked me what would my book called book be called. Well, I've got three at the minute that I'm working on. Number one is a little dystopian world future novel that's shaping up to be very tasty. I got a glimpse of the other day because you left your laptop open. You've been reading my novel? <laughs> no, I, I just read one word of it. Like, what, what word? I can't remember. It was like, I can't remember. What word? It was just a name. I can't remember what the name was, though. Shh! Stop spoiling my novel. Don't give it... Look. <laughs> You left your laptop in front of me. No, look, listen, if my, novel get, if my novel idea gets pinched by Hollywood and they make it without me getting credit, I'm going to be upset. So don't say that the... Ain't that good, is it? That the... <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean it ain't that good? You read one word. I read the first chapter when you were originally writing it. Okay. It is... I, I think it's... I mean, I'm not the best judge of it. I'll let somebody else be the judge. But I actually, I, I'd read it. I'd read it. And that's important. I'm not going to be better than your first book. <laughs> <laughs> oh! It comes in with an insult. He decides to say quiet throughout the podcast and suddenly he's like, yeah. Uh, no, I agree with him. I didn't get I the password. Right, it, it wasn't. I didn't get past right, the dedication was, page. Don't right, worry okay, about look, it. look. <laughs> The first book wasn't particularly designed for a schoolgirl and a podcast editor to read, was it? No. It was, it was a book about pensions, available in no good bookshops, but you can get it still on Amazon. And I still get the old commission check come through every oh, now and again, so I can live with that. Um, uh, so uh, Lucy Patrick said, mine would be called... What, do you uh, just... Well, before I carry on, do you want to chuck any more insults at me about my writing? I'm the only one who's published a book here. It was a boring book, but it was a book. I've published 75 podcasts every time. Oh, he did, yeah. Do you do the content as well, Silent Boy, or what? Silent Runnings. Right. <laughs> People have been reading my content since I was like 10, so <laughs> I post mine online. Lucy Patrick <laughs> said, mine would be called What They Doing Now. It would be written by a dog. Dogs see everything that's going on behind closed doors, and taking a dog for a walk could be a hiding a secret life. What does the dog see? I often wonder this when I'm doing something, and I turn around and he's just watching me with that... Woman, what are you doing now? Look at his face. That's that's the plot of several popular kids' books. Yeah, yeah. I wonder if there's a children's book. It is. There, I reckon there is. You know what's interesting? Uh, Sophie had a... Uh, my, my youngest daughter had an author 
uh, uh, always called Karen G, come to the school recently, and her book's about a dog. Um, oh, there's, a, there's a book about um, a dog that's a spy, and like one of my favourite parts is like at the end of the second book, uh, at the end of the first book, dog gets shot. It's great. It's a kid's book. Um, oh, sounds really jolly. <laughs> but she, she got shot in the ear. Right. And like she gets adopted by a new owner, and she's got a hole in her ear, and she gets a medal from the Queen. It's great. What? How did she get shot in the ear? Was she a police dog or something? She's a spy dog. Spy dog. She's a spy a dog. A spy dog. Yeah. Seriously. <laughs> uh, it's better than the spy meerkats. No, they were ninja meerkats. Ninja meerkats. Seriously. Yeah. Um, right. Okay. So that, my friends, is it for this week's podcast. And on that pretty Absurd. good note. We'll see you next week. Bye.